Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You're going to hear from an expert professor of psychology who's been exploring I suppose the biology and the anatomy behind an orgasm and there are particular cases and disorders of people who are constantly aroused 24-7 to the point where it's actually significantly damaging their life. I don't know if you can imagine what it would be like to be in a constant state of arousal from the moment you get up to the moment you go to sleep and some people having 50 orgasms a day. Sounds hilarious but in fact it could be uh, quite deliberating for our, uh, the word I can't even think of there. Anyway, quite problematic for people who have that. We'll be on to explain more about that at 11 o'clock. Uh, some of the messages uh, that we got in here uh, this comes in from Michelle. Michelle, what's the story? Good evening, how's you? Um, that programme, Dark, sounds like an essay I wrote in school and my teacher said too much time travel uh, if you like that you'll like Manifest um, what's Manifest as in a book or a TV show as oh well, I've maybe? heard of that it's a TV show yeah thank you for that Michelle yeah. she goes uh, she loves the idea of a colour and a pint and you could have a new business there well yeah there you go um, be a, a hair salon come saloon where you can go for an old drink and a uh, pint as well thanks for that well, Michelle well I anyway. mean if they're not giving you cups of tea you're not going to get a pint uh, that's uh, the only thing mm. We'll work on the logistics of that later, but yeah, it could be on something. Um, Adam, good evening, Adam. Thank you for the message. What's the story? I was in Ruby's tonight. First night it was open uh, to eat. It's very well laid out and good distance between the tables. I'm not sure about the one in sorts because I was in the one at the point. Didn't realise that Ruby's had one in sorts, but thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, that. we used to go there all the time, didn't That's we? right beside us, yeah. So yeah. they have a nice, it's a bar slash... Lovely place. Yeah, kind of bar slash restaurant. I wouldn't even call restaurant, it a restaurant. Yeah. But it's, they do do food. It's very nice food. It's like a good place diner, to go. Yeah, it? it's kind of like a bar diner nearly. Yeah. Good place to go, especially if you're you know, going for food before a gig down there. It's kind of handy enough spot to go to. Good old spot. Staff there are great in uh, the one by the point as well. Um, but yeah, didn't realise it. One on source. Happy days. Um, if you were in any of the reopened businesses today, if you got your hair done, if you got your... Uh, if you got a pint today with some food, if you were back in the gym, uh, let us know uh, how it was uh, was it all good? Well, how different it is to beforehand? Obviously, now that things are, uh, that things are slightly different and slightly getting back to normal with new social distancing measures and all that stuff. So let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. And speaking of kind of social distancing and the lockdown, have your dreams been intense or insane since the start? Now we've talked about this once or twice before because you've even noticed, Sir, as somebody who doesn't dream, you've now noticed mm. that oh, you kind of have started to. Yeah, I've started dreaming about having fights with people. Now I oh, mean fights lovely. with like. My neighbour across the way having fights with her kids. Like really oh. random dreams for no reason. I love the kids, but we had fights and everything. So, yeah, really 
out of the ordinary for me. Mm. So a lot mm. of people are reporting, and even recent studies and research has showed a lot of people are reporting crazy, crazy dreams. So if that's you, well, let us know if your dreams have been absolute off the wall and really intense and weird. And why is that? A resident medical professional, Dr. Jennifer Wyler, she's going to be on next explaining why you might be having these weird dreams and also explaining what are some of the most common dreams that people have, the shared kind of dreams that people have, and why are you having them, right? So if you have any crazy dreams, let us know. But she'll be on to kind of... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here and let us know if you've been uh, one of the people, well a lot of us it's, it's happened to you, but if you have been experiencing over the last couple of weeks in lockdown just mental dreams, intense, crazy dreams that you've never really experienced like that before to the point where you might be waking up more tired than when you went to sleep. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I have been known to never really dream that I remember but I've started to do it now and I'm not saying they're scary but they're definitely a bit odd, a bit out there. Yeah, I found found them, even even last night, just strangely more vivid or more intense, and I don't know what it is, but if you've been experiencing anything like that and wonder, maybe, like, what's going on in your head while you're sleeping and what it all might mean, joining us back on the line for a Monday, the wonderful Dr. Jennifer Wider. Doctor, how are you? Good, guys. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, we're doing good. Yeah, we're dreaming a lot more for some odd reason. <laughs> Well, you're definitely not alone. You know, the studies are very interesting. They've done some short-term polls from a sleep foundation in the United States and found that two out of three people were describing exactly what the two of you just said, having more dreams, having strange dreams during the lockdown. One of the reasons sleep experts think people are having more vivid dreams or more intense dreams is because our schedules were turned upside down. So people's sleep schedules were changed. Some people were sleeping more than others. Other people had shifted their biological clock and had gone to sleep at two in the morning and woke up at 11, whereas they used to go to bed at nine and wake up at six. So all of this, plus the stress that we experienced during this, you know, global pandemic lent itself to some crazy, crazy dreams. So I wanted to run through some of the most common and then analyze them. What's very interesting is for the average person, you guys, this is what's interesting. We all dream, every person on this planet dreams about five, has five dream episodes a night. And those dreams can range from five minutes to even 30 minutes. So we spend around two hours dreaming every night. But what Sarah said is true. Some people just don't remember their dreams at all. And some people vividly remember them. But In the pandemic, in this lockdown, two out of three people were remembering their intense dreams and uh, and were reporting them for this poll. So just to kick it off, one of the more common dreams um, that people experienced was a dream that their teeth were falling out. This is an interesting one. Yeah, Yeah, this has happened to me numerous times and it's the most terrifying, petrifying feeling when you're asleep completely because you can feel them coming out of your jaw and your gum. You can hear them when they... I remember having a dream where they're just falling into the... falling out of my mouth into the sink in front of me and just like this panic of, what's going on? I've never heard of that. So weird. I had a dream years ago of like I opened my mouth in front of a mirror and my teeth were hanging on like one of those dangly earrings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that weird? And then I remember telling my mom she's really into dream analysis. She said, oh, that's a very common dream. So what sleep experts tell us is that dreams about your teeth reflect your anxiety, one about your appearance and how other people perceive you, which is really interesting, right? So mm. sometimes you may have an episode in real life where you have a fear of rejection or you feel unattractive or you've just had an embarrassing situation. And people will go to sleep and dream either that their teeth that are using to bite or 
chew, they'll lose it, like Cormac was saying, into a sink or similar to mine that I'll open my mouth, you know, to smile in the mirror and then I see this mouth full of really freaky teeth. It stems from a sense of powerlessness or, or self-confidence issues. And of course, you can ask different sleep experts different things, but the consensus really is about anxiety about your appearance or how other people perceive you. Cormac, can you can you liken that to anything that had happened when you had that dream? Uh, they they come around every, every now and then, and I, I, I can't say there was any particular moment in which uh, I was either under a significant amount of stress or worry about anything. Uh, so I'm very good at not processing emotions in the waking state anyway, <laughs> and just are you self-conscious, them. Cormac? Ah, I'm self-conscious, and I just want to speak my <laughs> truth right now, and I'm just looking for a safe space in which to process this is my truth. Um, uh, no, it's, I I can't think of anything in particular or specifically but it happens every every couple of months and it's just the freakiest thing because you know those dreams where you're convinced it's real it, it, the experience you're having in your yeah. head is like no this isn't even a dream and mm-hmm. you're pulling these teeth out and you're like oh well that that's it now yes exactly i think that i think you're not alone in feeling that way the next dream that is due to anxiety is being unprepared for a test this is an interesting dream because this affects people of all different ages right you would expect it to to affect students, people that are maybe in high school or preparing for college or people in college. But what's really weird is that people who are perfectionists often have this dream. It's a very, very common anxiety dream. And um, and it can be recurring. And and what's really funny is my husband and I, who both met in medical school, who I would say are like student perfectionists, both have the same exact recurring stressful test-taking dreams over and over again, even into our adulthood after having, having kids. We just constantly had the same dream that we would be either in college or a class in medical school and we'd have a test that we never went to the classes during the semester and it's so weird you know how they say you start to look like the people that you get married to like you merge together into one person we're like merging dreams which i think is so weird but i don't know if you remember this movie this american movie with tom cruise a long long time ago called um risky business the movie opens with him like stepping out of a shower, not wearing anything. And I'm going to get to that naked dream, but he shows up for an exam that he hasn't prepared for. So this has been, you know, a very common dream. At least one in every five people will experience this exam dream during their lives. And it reflects like a lack of confidence or an inability to advance to the next stage in life, according to some sleep, sleep experts. And others say it's like the quintessential anxiety dream. And it can take different forms, but I, I have that that recurring dream, like Cormac has the one with his teeth falling out. I have that like once a month. Going uh, through doctor, I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm ha- yeah. I have that dream as well. We're kind of unpacking a lot of here. I'm getting slightly worried now, but I have those, not as often maybe as the <laughs> teeth one, but I've had that a couple of times where I've dreamt I was back in our leaving cert exams, which are our kind of college exams, our state exams, and one just having this over, <laughs> overarching sense of dread that I'm like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Have I not done this already? I'm being all like, no, no, I'm definitely sure I've done my leaving cert already. And what in the name of God's going on? I've been sitting in the exam hall in the uniform, absolutely panicking because you've obviously forgotten everything 15 years after doing your uh, doing your test. But yeah. I've, yeah, I've had those dreams numerous times and they're horrible. Although I think in one, I just got up and walked out because I was like, I know, I've, I've actually done this. I'm good. See you later. I just can't believe You're I've like, never remembered. <laughs> I never remembered having either of those types of dreams. But I bet you've had them, Sersha. I bet you have. Possibly, At least the yeah. exam one, which is, well, only 20% of people experience it, but it's a very, very common one. You know, it's funny because during this lockdown, I also had a dream that I was on like a sports field because I always played sports and, through high school and college. And I was on the field playing sports that I was very familiar with, but I sucked. I was awful. The worst player. And the ball would come to me and I'd drop it. 
And it was just, mm. that was recurring during the pandemic also, which I thought was like the cousin of the unprepared for an exam dream. But here's mm. one that a lot of people have, being naked in public. Yeah. That's a very, very common dream, okay? There are different interpretations of this. So one is that being naked in a dream symbolizes not being able to find yourself or uncertainty or being wrongly accused of something. Oh God. So what's, what's also really interesting is if you see somebody naked in your dream, if it isn't you, then you are upset because you're worried about exposing somebody. So those are mm-hmm. a couple interpretations of what that might mean. Another sleep well, expert that I had interviewed, yeah. Or you're a part right, exactly, depending on who it is, right, yeah. which is true. The other, the other funny thing is I interviewed a bunch of sleep experts for articles on this through the years, and one of the sleep experts said that a dream about being naked is, is feeling vulnerable and uh, being anxious, but it's also in people, common in people who have accepted a promotion or gone off to a new job or people that are coming into public view and are nervous about that, which is another interpretation of that dream. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like um, right? yeah. imposter syndrome where people feel maybe exposed and a bit bare and they're going to be caught out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Here's another one that's common. The dream of meeting a celebrity or a celebrity makes their way into your dream. Ooh. Interesting. Now, I've, yeah. I've had a bunch of these. I had a dream like I was a back, like, uh, background singer for Pink. I, I wanted to go back to sleep in that dream. That was like the best dream ever. But I've had dreams like that after being like sort of binging something on Netflix. And then I imagine myself meeting one of the stars. And this is what's really funny. Like one of the sleep experts that I interviewed said that um, the the actual celebrity is irrelevant during this. Right. It doesn't matter who the celebrity is. It can be Paris Hilton. It can be an actress. It can be an influencer, social influencer, a TikToker. It doesn't matter. But it's the dreamer's desire for personal need for recognition. So the celebrity is actually a symbol of the need to be recognized for something. Well, that makes sense. I don't, I think I probably have had one of those types of dreams before uh, where it's been very realistic. I've been friends with a celebrity or maybe I was going out with a celebrity. I can't say I can remember any of them off the top of my head. They're not as common in my head as the other, the one, even the naked one, the teeth one and the exam one. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, you know, I think, like, with the generations that are so obsessed with social media and are on it constantly and have, like, a bird's-eye view of what's going on, there's this need, I think, especially in younger generations, to be recognized, to get likes, to, you know, live, basically, for their social media accounts where everything is airbrushed. And I think this dream is common among younger people. Nothing that you guys are old. I'm talking, like, you know, tweens that are on TikToking. 24 7 yeah yeah here's here's another one that scares the tween and younger kid generation dying in your dream or seeing a death in your dream my littlest daughter who's you know just turned nine had said to me that she had heard from her friends if you die in your dream you'll really die so that really Aww. scared oh, <laughs> scared her yeah but i told her that you know i told her that how would anyone know that because if that were true the people would have died and couldn't report it to anybody so that logic yeah. made her feel a lot better <laughs> dying in a dream usually shows the wish to terminate something in your life a relationship a job a career that you're on or even something in the past right so that kind of dream is not necessarily a nightmare, but it's really a dream about wanting to embark on a new endeavor or having a fresh start with something. Um, and it can be a positive dream, actually. You know, it may be a symbol that you need to end something that isn't working for you, and you may dream it as a death or as the death of somebody or just being present at a funeral. So I find it so interesting that our minds work this way, you know? Yeah. It's just amazing. I was dating this guy when I was in medical school from college, and 
he had proposed to me. This is like this little uh, personal anecdote here. And he was he was a very good friend. And I, you know, it, it was unfortunate, but it wasn't in our it wasn't in the cards for us. Like we were definitely better friends mm. than we were going to be partners in life. And I had a dream that I went into the bathroom of my uh, dorm room at medical school and all over the mirror and on the walls was, was writing in lipstick all over the place, but I couldn't make out what it was reading. And again, remember, I told you my mom's into dream analysis and she said that that meant the writing was on the wall, that I needed hmm. to discuss like that our relationship had no future and that, you know, we were just friends, a, a conversation we had never discussed before. So, and he had proposed, which is insane, but that's a whole other story about crazy Americans that we can get to <laughs> another segment. But, um, but anyway, so, uh, so, but interesting, right? Because our minds actually can be very, very sophisticated, even though, you know, we're just sleeping and doing nothing. Yeah, All right, moving into the sex category, you guys, there are dreams that mm. people have like sex dreams and different common types of sex dreams and what they can mean. Sometimes there's like, like emotions that you're needing attention. Sex dreams sometimes can... You know, if you dig a little bit, it may be someone caught up in a sexual fantasy that's unrecognized. One of the common dreams um, that people have is uh, having a partner cheating on you. So in the dream, yes. you may not be the star of the dream. You may actually mm. dream of other people having sex. Does this one ring a bell? No, I have had this happen to me about three times. I've never accused anyone else of, of cheating on, on me, but I have woken up convinced I cheated on them long-term boyfriends and I can't look at them in the in the eye the next day because they were so realistic and it might have been with their brother or their friend and oh my god like so real to the point where I, I didn't actually know if it happened or not yep it's crazy so your dream sort of combines like um two different analyses right one is that your partner is cheating on you but you're actually doing the cheating and the other is you're sleeping with someone inappropriate right so either a work colleague the sibling of a someone you're in a relationship with, a best friend. Mm. So here, let's explain two of them. One is if you're if you have a dream that you are cheating or someone else is cheating on you, it's usually an insecurity in the relationship that you're in and the inability to communicate those issues. So that's the first thing. So maybe there was something lingering there, an insecurity in a relationship, or the desire, the hidden desire to move on that you're not expressing or issues that you haven't communicated. So sometimes it's like a little bit of a red flag or a sign that you need to open up communication. Having dream, having a dream that you're having sex with like your partner's sibling or a work colleague or a best friend, it might appear to be inappropriate, but some of them, it, some experts say don't take it sexually. It's sort of your mind's way of releasing a feeling or a temptation and validating it, not a premonition that you're going to act on it. You know what I mean? So some people become really, really disturbed if they have a dream about having sex with someone of the same gender. I've had numerous radio listeners ask me about that. Is that is that hidden thing that they're either, you know, gay or a lesbian and they're not in, in uh, you know, not in touch with those feelings? Usually it doesn't, it, it's not a direct association to that. You know, you can't really connect the dots. It may just be, you know, a temptation or a feeling or needing to be close to somebody, not necessarily in a sexual way, even if you're having sex with them in the dream. So it's interesting. Um, I'd, even though, I'd imagine... You know, yeah. If you were incredibly religious and you were having these dreams, how uh, torn you might be inside your own head afterwards. Definitely. Definitely. And I think, you know, I think the problem with that, you know, when we lived in a very closed up society where people didn't discuss things, either from sexual urges to sexual fantasies to dreams they may have, people really suffered in silence, Cormac. You know, like I think people 
felt like what they were thinking, what they were feeling was completely abnormal and they were the only one. Um, That's why I love these dream things because people sometimes will feel a lot of guilt over dreams that they had when it has nothing to do with anything relevant to their actual life. It may just, you know, a warning or the need to open up communication and that kind of thing. Here's another one that's crazy, not performing well in a dream. This one is more common in men, by the way. So this one is, it can be, it can be common. It can happen in women, but it's much more common in men. And it is a sign that guys feel insecure in their dream. So if a guy dreams that he's having erectile dysfunction, for example, which by the way, is a very, very common dream, it may reflect that he feels weak or powerless in another aspect of his life, not necessarily a literal reflection of his sexual performance, but that he either feels this way, like in his workplace or in family or in his relationship. And it doesn't have to be in a sexual way. Now, of course, if someone is suffering from, you know, sexual health issues, like that's another story. But oftentimes these dreams reflect something else in a different a different part of your life. Okay, having sex in public. This is another common dream. <laughs> so a lot of people feel like this dream is a desire to be an exhibitionist, right? But according to most of the sleep experts that I uh, spoke to, the dream relates to feeling vulnerable or self-conscious or exposed in front of others, similar to feeling naked in public, you may be worried that something embarrassing or secretive is going on or that, you know, you feel like you've been exposed to other people and you'll be judged. So that's the way that anxiety could come up in a sexual dream, not necessarily sexual. And of course, there are people who love exhibitionism. So, you know, if that's the case, then that's a literal dream. But for the most part, <laughs> it's not parallel to a sexual dream. But but anyway, very it's very interesting. We could go on and on. There are so many common dreams that people have. We just scratched the surface. Maybe we'll do this, you know, another week coming up. Yeah, definitely. I think especially now that everyone or a lot more people are kind of reporting back crazy intense vivid dreams because of lockdown. Yeah. If you ha- if you have ed- had any, maybe even last night that you were like, oh, whoa, uh, let us know. You can drop us a WhatsApp, 0876797104. But listen, for more pearls of wisdom uh, and uh, tons and tons of cool stuff and information to catch up with what Dr. White is doing. She joins us every Monday. You can follow her online. It's at Dr. Wider on, that's D-O-R-W-I-D-E-R on uh, Twitter and Instagram. But listen, Doc, it's been an absolute pleasure and we will chat to you again very soon. Thanks, guys. Talk to you very soon. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Sir here on Room 104. If you have not seen the absolute chaos on Twitter, that it resulted from Niall Horan's appearance on the Den for T Comic Relief on Friday. Do yourself a favour and check out some of the threads. Go kind of search for one Dustin the, Dustin the Turkey and a Niall Horan because the Niall Horan diehard fans are fuming and they have there's when I say fuming, there has been thousands of people calling for Dustin the Turkey to be cancelled, which is hilarious. Yeah. I mean it's so stupid when you think about it. It is a turkey, it's a puppet. Anyone is going to get annoyed about anything these days and it's just gone to a point where you have to laugh. It's just sad. Like, every, every single one of us, right, we, we all know that Dustin, that that's, it's hilarious. He cut him off and was like, oh, we want Harry. That was the whole joke. If you didn't see it, on Friday night, uh, Ray got back in with Zig and Zag and Dustin and they had a little den reunion for RT Comic Relief and they had an interview with loads of people, one of those being uh, Niall Horn, and then <laughs> they cut Niall, they cut Niall Horn off and Dustin was like, oh, we wanted Harry, good luck. The usual stuff, hilarious. And a 10-second clip of that made it online with the Nile Horn fans losing their mind and calling for him to be cancelled and saying, it doesn't matter if it was a joke, it's offensive to Nile. And it just kind of uh, emboldens a lot of what happens online in 2020. That, you know, it's just, it's so exhausting and frustrating. You're like, okay, good. It's actually funny, though. In fairness, it is funny. But it's just like, ah, for God's sake. You know what I mean? 
You, you yeah. can't you can't even have a puppet turkey slagging off Nile Horn without the whole world melting down. But listen, and, and none of them. This is the funny thing. Obviously, loads of people were like, no, 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 no. It was a joke. Nile was in on it. It was obviously scripted beforehand. It's fine. It was for a charity thing. And they're still like, that doesn't matter. It's still offensive, and no one should blame. You're like, okay, you know, you just can't win with these people. You just can't win. No. Like, people are going to get annoyed about absolutely everything. They just are. Yeah. Um, We were chatting there with Dr. Whiter about dreams. Michelle has gotten in touch and said, I have a recurring dream that there is is an emergency, a different one each time. And I try to dial 999 or 112, and my phone won't let me dial the last number. Oh, that's spooky. What is that saying about Michelle? Oh, I don't like that. Not at all. Michelle, what have you done in your life? Yeah, tell us. Oh, God. That's a freaky one. I like that. Um, Another one. The worst dream I ever had was about death. And when they lower you into the grave. Scary. That's from... Oh, no, I'd... Yeah, I would... Like, that type of dream or being suffocated or not being able to move are the worst dreams ever. You know when you're stuck in like cement or something? You just can't yeah. get out. Especially if there was someone chasing after you about to kill you and you just can't move. So something like that, being a grave dug up, no. Being lowered that's down. Pretty no. yeah, See, that's, that's pretty scary. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I've never had any anything petrifying like that. The, the most frustrating ones, I have a reoccurring dream, not exactly the same, but the same thing happens, like that I'll imagine I'm back playing football but or about to play football, right? And I go into the dressing rooms and I won't be able to find my shin guards or my boots. So I have this constant panic of, you know when you're looking for something you've lost? Yeah. You know, panic, maybe if you've ever lost a passport in the airport or something like that, that panicky kind of feeling where you're like, no, 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 where is it? I, I keep getting that and, you know, the match is about to start and I'm there. And one moment I have everything and then the next moment I can't find the thing that was right there and I'm just there panicking and going through and going, what the hell? It's, going, it's really frustrating. And then, you know, the, the game goes ahead and then I can't play it because I'm like... Fuff. Yeah, you feel Weird. so out of control or something. Yeah, yeah. It's a horrible feeling. What does that say about my life, though? It means you're out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't got a handle on reality at all. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people might, might agree with that as well. Uh, yeah, listen, if you have any other weird if you've been having or getting any weird dreams since you've been in lockdown have they gotten any worse or any repetitive ones let us know what they are what they're about drop us a whatsapp 87 we'll be uh, back right after these FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon Good evening, it's Cormac and Sergio here on Room 104 with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop still to come on the show why some people are chronically and perpetually aroused. Go around in a constant state of arousal. Some people can have up to 50 orgasms a day. Sounds like a hell of a lot of fun, probably for the first five or ten minutes. But as you can imagine, imagine that day in and day out for weeks and months and how awkward that would be going to your job, going to work, going to family and friends. It would get very, very awkward and very, very frustrating very, very quickly. We'll be chatting to a professor of psychology who's been studying this and trying to find a cure for people who are affected by this. Uh, He'll be on in about uh, 20 minutes, half an hour's time. Uh, Now, a couple of more texts in there about freaky dreams people have had. I constantly dream that I hear the landline ringing and I even get up to answer the phone. (laughs) That happens to me sometimes. What? Mary, thanks. I, I dream the odd time. You know if you're in that half awake, half asleep um, yeah. zone where you're just drifting, drifting, and uh, 
I'd, I'd hear it. I hear the doorbell going, or I hear the phone ringing, and it jolt. It actually jolts and wakes me up to the point where I'm like, "Was that?" I go down and check the door, convinced, absolutely, one hundred percent convinced that I constantly hear the doorbell ringing. I'm more concerned about having a landline in 2020. <laughs> you need you need a landline for when everyone's going to burn down the five G towers and all the mobile <laughs> phone masks. We'll be like, "Well, listen, they can't dig it up, so here we go." That's weird, but no, that's never happened to me. That would be really freaky, though, because if it did wake you up during the night, even though it was a dream. Are you going to go out to your front door? Are you going to risk maybe seeing someone? I know, yeah, it's a bit weird. I, I, I want to put in one of those, like, you know, those new fancy doorbells with the camera on them that'll link to your phone oh, so you can see yeah. who's knocking. As yeah. saying, you're just like, you can just tell them, leave it there, Grant. Uh, thanks for that, Mary. Uh, Jacinta, the worst dream I had was I dreamt I was falling down a flight of moving stairs in a shop. Well, that can't be good. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, I've well, I've had the cliff fall thing. That happens to me all the time. I'd say As at least you're once falling a week. off a cliff? Yeah. Somewhere. Like it could be the top of a building or not purposely, where I'm just I slip and I fall and I get that drop feeling. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. But it happens a lot. So that's the, similar to the falling down the stairs. Yeah, that jolty one I always get when I'm just about to nod off and it's like, oh God, you just yeah. think you've tripped Do you know something. what I think it is? I think it's your, um, apparently your heart rate slows right down when you're going into a sleep that yeah. it, it can actually shock you into going, oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> and then you get that f- that feeling, but it's awful. Yeah, it's a horrible yeah. feeling. You're like, oh my God, wake up. Uh, listen, if you missed that interview, Dr. Jennifer Wilder will be up on the podcast shortly, basically going through how more people are reporting getting crazier dreams. So if you've noticed your dreams getting more intense, more vivid, more insane, more insane than usual, you're not alone. Uh, it's apparently one of the reasons is because people say, well, our whole lives have been thrown into disarray in these unprecedented, uncertain times. <laughs> I'm going to be doing the COVID ads from people now on. Uh, no, cool. Um, any other ones, do get them into us and you can let us know what the story is and uh, what the crack is. We'll try to get back to some of them a little bit later on. On the way, our uh, professor of psychology talking. One, the science of orgasms and why some people live a life in a constant state of arousal. It sounds like a lot of... 
FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Yeah, it's Cormac and Susha here on Room 104. How are things with you? Let us know, by the way, if today you happen to set foot inside a gym or a cafe or a pub um, or hairdressers. If you were in any of the places that were open today on Phase 3, let us know if you were and what it was like, how different it was beforehand and how lovely your new haircut is. Uh, 0876797104. You can drop us a, a WhatsApp. We're just chatting to as many people as possible who have been back into those places that have been closed for so long around Dublin. So if you have been in there, do let us know. Now let's talk being rude via texts. Yes, so obviously we text every single day and it's funny how in a lot of messages that you send to people, it can be taken up wrong. Or someone oh, yeah. can send oh, yeah. a message and you're like, are they being standoffish? I don't know. But have you any idea what the rudest thing you can write in a message is? Just before I get, I get to that, just, just on that, I mm. sometimes spend so long trying to word a message so that I don't come off as rude or awkward or, you know, you, you spend like 10, 15 minutes just sending two lines of text because you're like, oh, does that sound a bit, especially if you're asking someone for something or yeah. if you, you know, need someone, you need to ask something about work and you don't want to be all like, you know, have you got that for me? Um, or have you done that? So it's not sounding too aggressive because the one thing, yeah, you lose all sort of tone um, when you're texting people and people can take things up the wrong way completely. Uh, or you could just be a bit of a dick. But what is the rudest What's the rudest thing you can do in a text message? I would presume yeah. just, <laughs> I would say the rudest thing you can do is open the message, read it and just not reply. Oh, I do it seen. all the time. I do it <laughs> yeah. all the time to everyone, almost everyone. And, you know, and then it's really bad because someone might message you and you might have been messaging kind of back and forth for a while that day. And then someone new messages you and you'll click into that one and respond to that one. <laughs> you just won't go back to your other friend who you've already had a conversation with. So it's I do that a lot. It's nightmare. As well it's as that, I, nightmare. I am such a social butterfly. I love people. I love talking. So when I'm messaging and I love to show warmth in a message, so I'm always putting in emojis and X's at the end. And I find if someone isn't like that back, I feel a bit off. I feel a bit, oh, rejected I don't like it you know so if I wrote to my friend and you know at the end I put a love heart and three three x's and then she wrote back going yeah no everything's just cold, fine just cold. just cold I'd be so offended by that like internally I will think what's wrong with her what did I do did I annoy her the other day do you know God, we're an overly sensitive bunch of humans, aren't we? Um, yeah. creatures. Okay, so let us know what you think is the rudest thing you can do in a WhatsApp. I presume this is all forms of text communication, so either via WhatsApp or DM or a private message or whatever yeah. it is. Exactly. So yeah, you can, you can WhatsApp us in what you think the rudest thing is. And if we feel offended by what you've sent us in, all the better. 087-6797-104. But I would have thought it's not replying. Uh, well, obviously it involves a reply but it's oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's what's in the reply but um this is something my mom writes to me all the time and I, i'm not gonna lie when she does say it i think oh that is a bit rude it just comes off as standoffish really yeah do people care that much about text messages the content of your text message i think people care more than you let on I think we need to get rid of a few things. We probably need to remove text messages and Twitter and Facebook, and I think the world might be a happier place. 
I think it would. But you know what else is amazing and I use a lot? I hate calling people because you feel claustrophobic and you can't get off the phone. So, and then of course, sometimes when you're trying to write a message and, you know, it's not coming out the way you want it to come out or it could be picked up different, I voice note now. I love voice noting people. Yeah, yeah. Well, that might be better because, again, you can understand what they're saying more. Yeah. As in you get the tone, you get the mood, you get all that stuff, so you're not, like, getting the wrong end of the deal there. Yeah, maybe. And now Twitter have started doing that. I don't know if we have it here. Twitter are now allowing you to kind of post voice messages. But I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea or not. Okay, um, the worst reply that you can give in a text message, the worst, the rudest reply that you can give someone in a text message, and maybe you've been doing this for quite a while, and it's why people are a bit awkward and mean to you and, and just don't like you very much let us know what you think it is and uh, when someone sends you a message and you're just like hmm yeah okay didn't really like that let us know what you think it is the rudest reply in a text message or a whatsapp or whatever it is 87 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon evening um, got a message in here from uh, Mary, good evening, Mary. She said, "Lads, I got the eyes, I got the eyebrows, and the Ronnie done today, <laughs> and I'm getting the hair done. I get the hair done next week. Delighted with myself. I'd share, I thought I'd share that bit of news. That's a great bit of news, Mary. Here this evening. Happy day. Yeah, fantastic. A lot of people are are eager to get their Ronnie done because uh, waxing will just make it grow back stronger uh, than before. Uh, so, well, so um, well, how do you get it done? Get it lasered off or something, or just get a Mac three at it?" I think sometimes you can get it lasered off and then other girls will get, um, it's like a, I can't remember the name of it, needling or something like that where it basically gets rid of the hair. Don't know, I've never actually had it done so I don't know but uh, it is a huge problem for a lot of people. Yeah, so she likes to keep her Ronnie. She kind I of like to keep it. mine. <laughs> no, I don't have one. I just don't have one. Uh, shame. Right, so we were trying to find out um, what... The kind of rudest reply that you can give to somebody via text is or comes across. You may not you may not be thinking that you're being rude, but maybe you are being a little bit rude and cold, and you're just upsetting people because we're so we're so emotional now that a, a tiny little text message can ruin your day. Because welcome to 2020. So, just say that uh, we've had is a bad language. No, you would think that that's an obvious one, isn't it? Yeah, you'd be like straight up. Yeah, it's probably probably bad, bad language. Obviously, that's gonna be rude. I think that's more aggressive and more disgusting. Well, like, it again, depends on it, I suppose. The context, it can be lovely. Some of the worst, most offensive words in the English language, when, you know, delivered correctly, can be lovely and charming and friendly. Like, I am a huge fan of See You Next Tuesday. I do write it a lot. Um, it's not very ladylike. It's not very feminine. I know that. And I do curse quite a lot for a girl, which I also don't like, but I do it anyway. Um, but it's not cursing, no. Hmm. Okay, it's not cursing. It's obviously not uh, opening your, your message and just never replying, although that's just, you're just like, oh, God, yeah, come on. No, it's not. It's definitely replying. But yeah. it, it's it's apparently the rudest thing that you can reply. I guess universally people would go, oh, that's a bit standoffish. I think uh, I think Alan has nailed it here this evening. He's WhatsApped us in oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. He has said two two answers. His first one is uh, is it just sending a thumbs up? Oh, that one's harsh, isn't it? A thumbs up. I used to love doing a thumbs up when I was in a fight with a boyfriend. Thumbs up, or you know the that little hand with the circle. Oh, like okay. Yeah, they're like sure, okay. You go do that then. <laughs> 
that, that you was know, my favourite You know, sleep with your one. whore, you asshole. Yeah. You just don't even have to write back anything. You just, that's uh, enough for them to go, oh, she's driving me mental. And you don't give anything back Actually, to Actually, that, that okay hand sign is so, that would be so it's frustrating if you're having an around. Oh, it's so like, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, no, yeah, you, you're right. Of course. Yeah, no, 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 you do what yeah. you want. You go out with the lads. It's all good over here. Fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm oh, very right, good at doing that. I just, I, I do the, the clear, I won't speak and I wouldn't speak for days. And then, you know, they might message saying, I miss you. And I'll put up that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which leaves them hanging for longer. And they hate uh, it. It's, yeah. it's, it's I mean, a great show, girls, if you're, if you're listening. Th- that one, like, I'm at, I'm in that situation, I'm trying to see all of the emojis, the most uh, frustratingly passive-aggressive ones as well. Like, the, you know, the, the guy shrugging hands. his shoulders ones. You can just send oh, back yeah. away. Like, what does this even mean? Yeah, yeah. That's or the good. I'm or, asleep emoji. I like the face, the face palm one. Where they're hitting oh, their yeah. head as in like, oh, okay. You do that. Oh, uh, God. They just speak a million words, don't they? Oh, they do, they do. Um, okay, so is Alan correct with the thumbs up? No, you're not correct with thumbs okay, up. Okay, his second one, though, I think, yeah, I think this might be it, if that one was in any way close. He said, just replying... With the letter K. Ooh. Like K. Now, my mother does this all the time. I could write a huge message being like, sorry I didn't get over to you this weekend. I know I haven't seen you in two months, but I'm going out with whoever and whoever, and I'll call into you someday next week. And she writes back K. <laughs> not okay. She just writes back K. Now, I think when it comes to her, she's not being standoffish. She's just being lazy and writing K. But... That is apparently the rudest thing that you can send in a message. Well done. Correct and that right. That is yeah. you, Alan. Correct and right. Oh, wh- why, though? I would have thought there's way worse things. Obviously, to be said, it's just there's so little effort gone into K. Yeah, yeah so little effort gone into K. There's no follow-on from that. It is, it is just sudden. It is cutting. It, you know... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.